Um, hi guys, you've been told my name is Jarida. I'm a broadcaster actually, so on radio. We don't get much time to be on, to speak to people like this. How many are broadcasters here? Radio? So you get my struggles. It's really hard standing before people and talking. We love the microphone back there. Yeah, but we're going to talk about Radio Citizen. Um, but I'll start with, uh, with the national broadcaster, because in Kenya, when you talk about Radio Citizen, you can't talk about it without talking about the national broadcaster. So the national broadcaster, KBC, which was started way back in, um, in 1928, during the colonial times, when Kenya was still colonized by British, and then it just used to broadcast in English. It was not until 1953, I think this is around the World War, when now they had to introduce the local dialects because people wanted to know how their children were doing in the war. So that's when now they started broadcasting in their local dialects. And Swahili is the national language for Kenya. So Swahili was introduced alongside Kikuyu, which is like the biggest tribe in Kenya, in central Kenya. And then there is the Luo, which is on the lake side on the western part of the country. And then there is the coastal languages. At the coast, we have different languages. Uh, so they also had their broadcasts over there at the coast. Um, at, at, at that time, and moving on, even after Kenya got independent, Kenya KBC was like the mouthpiece of government, so whatever government is doing was said on KBC. Back then, when I was still growing up in the 80s, all news bulletins would start with His Excellency, the President of the Republic of Kenya, Daniel Toroitich Arap Moy, and if it's TV, then his portrait would be there. And it will stay there, and then they will say that was today at a goat-eating ceremony in some village in Kenya, and that was the top news. And so whatever the president said, that was news, and that was the first thing. And the president will suck people on, on radio or on TV in some, he will be passing somewhere, and then he will stop by to say hi to the people, and then he will say, the minister for finance is not doing a good job, and I don't want him on my team, and he's sucked, and that will be news. So that is how KBC was. And the president always got the first news item, and, and, and everything that he did, the ministers, that was news. And so during the, until when Kenya now, the multi-party era started coming in, 1992, so there is multi-scramble for multi-partism. Kenyans want a new parties, only Kanu, but we have to have more parties. So 1992, multi-party democracy failed. We didn't have a, an, an opposition president. The next election, it also failed. So now in 99, that's now when Radio Citizen was started. And it was started as a counter to KBC. Because KBC was only saying what was good and what was being done by government. People wanted to hear the other side. But they could not get it anywhere else. Even the newspapers, everyone was so afraid, so scared. If you do this, you're going to be shut down. You can be locked up. You can be tortured. So that's how Now Radio Citizen took up that space and came up. And so the station was started in 1999. But because of the president, being the president that he was, Daniel Moy, when this station came up, it became the voice of the people. And they started having programs that were directly 
um, against the ruling party. They started doing programs about chiefs, and back then the chief in the village was such a big person. And so the broadcasters would go on air and say, like, the chief of some village uh, yesterday went to someone's home and they took away their gods by force and nothing is being done about it. And it became a big deal. In the village and someone went to report me to a radio station, that was a very big deal. And they were criticizing the government, they were programs against the government, and the top news story on Radio Citizen was not even about the government. The government was coming in like number three or four. And the president had a problem. So uh, it started Radio Citizen and Citizen TV at the same time. And the president had a problem. After like one year, that station was closed down which was not very good. It was, I'm fine like that. Thank you. I'm a broadcaster. I can't do that. Um, so it was closed down for like one year until 2000 again, 2001. Now the station was reopened. And in 2001, the, um, it was time for general elections was coming up in 2002. So multipartism, more parties have come up. It's more vibrant. Everybody wants you know, to kick out the president who was in, Daniel Moy. We want something new. We are so excited about it. And so now Radio Citizen took up that mantle and became the voice of the people, became the station that was talking to the people about multipartism, talking about the other presidential candidates. And that's the time that uh, uh, all multiparties came together, formed one coalition brought in one a person, Mwai and he became the first um, opposition president in Kenya in 2002. So that's the role Radio Citizen played. So from that time, it became the people's voice. Everyone was so excited about what is this Radio Citizen? I mean, everyone felt like it is citizen that has removed us from the one-party rule, the Kanu rule, the dictatorship and all that. That's how it became a very popular radio station, and everyone believed in this radio station, and everyone, it's like a mass movement. And it was not until uh, maybe five years ago that now we started facing real competition. Otherwise, before that, if you didn't hear it on Citizen, it's probably not true. That's propaganda, because that's how much Kenyans believe in Radio Citizen. They believe that the station that, you know, the owners took everything they had, they put themselves on the line, they got a radio station, a TV station. This is the best we can have. So this is basically the target audience for Citizen. Uh, we have the biggest percentage of listeners who are over 45 years of age. When you look at the research, 45 years and over, that's the biggest uh, target audience for Radio Citizen. And um, it is like for a grown-up audience. Okay, right now in the media, everyone is struggling with the youth. The youth are doing so much. The youth, how do we get to the youth? We are also struggling with that. But then the thing is, what? when people look at Radio Citizen, they say, this is an old station. This is for the older generation. So we try to keep our programming, even as we attract the youth, but we try to remember that we are targeting 45 and over. People who have who are settled in their ways. They know what they want. They know what radio station to listen to. They know the news they want. They know what kind of music they want to listen to. Um, so this is a bit of just who the listener is, what they do, and, oh, I, I went back instead of going ahead. Told you. 
Yeah, they're very active in community work in the villages. They will go for chiefs, barazas. They will go for, they're active in church. They have their community meetings, development, all that. They are very active in that. They know about democracy. They, they know about elections. They want to be part of it and everything. Um, they are a stickler to routine. You know the way at that age, over 30, you probably have decided what you want. And you want the same thing every day. At 45 plus, you really know what you want. You don't want to go around trying new soaps or trying a new uh, mobile company. You know what you want. You know, if I'm going to buy a phone, this is what I've decided. This is what works for me. You do not have the energy to start trying new things. So that's the kind of listener we are talking to. They're stickler. They know this is what I want, and they stick to that. So this is more like it. When we are describing our listener, we give this picture because this is exactly the person who listens to us. You can see he's um, in Kenya, in Swahili, we say kawaida, normal, ordinary person. He has a mobile phone, and you can see that's a really old phone. It's not the smartphone. And uh, he doesn't look like he's coming from any office anywhere, but he can communicate on phone. He doesn't look like he went to university, but he looks like he has an education, at least up to uh, primary school. He finished primary school, maybe went to high school one year, two years. He looks like he has responsibilities. He has a family that he has to take care of. So that's the kind of person we are looking at when we are describing our audience. And this is basically when you break it down, uh, the number of females who listen to us, the males are higher than the females. The males are at 53%, the females at 47%. And when you look at the LSMs, you see like, um, where is that LSM? Yeah, you look at that. You see that coming from down, our biggest LSM is between three and seven. That's why we have the, the, the highest percentages of people listening to us. We worry so much about this one. This one listens to us more than any other person, the, the, the 36%. These ones, they listen to the community radio stations, the ones who are very low because most of them have not gone to school. Most of them just live in their locality and their villages, and so they just want to listen to what's happening. So they listen to that through the vernacular radio stations. Um, and this is research from the, the last quarter. Okay, so the top 10 things about Radio Citizen, we're talking about the power of 10. And this is the research that came in the last quarter. So right now we are leading nationally with a market share of 17.6%. And this is a big blow to us because we were always at 56%. But in the last years, we have been coming down. But at, at December, we were at 14.3, and we almost got sick. But now we are growing. Now we are at 17.6%. Radio Citizen is the most trusted radio station in Kenya, and that is research that was done in 2017 that you know, people just believe if you didn't hear it on Radio Citizen, it probably didn't happen, or someone was saying a lie, because Citizen is trusted for being able to go out and get the real facts. Uh, it has the leading broadcasters. I'm one of them. When you, when you listen to the station, the broadcasters, the presenters that have been there, like I joined the station in 2004, and I'm still there. 
So there is that consistency of presenters who have been there are always there. We have one of the biggest names in Kenyan radio called Fred Obaj. He said, I say hi to you. He doesn't even know you. <laughs> He's on Radio Citizen. And that is such a big deal for us because when you talk about Kenyan radio, then that's the man. If he stands there, then everybody is like, yeah, this, this one has been known throughout the years. There is another old man we lost last month. Um, who was also a very big name. So all the big names in Kenyan radio are on Radio Citizen. Uh, comprehensive news coverage across the country. We are the only station that has reporters maybe across the 47 counties. And so when we have our news bulletins, and our news bulletins start from 6 a.m., so from 6 a.m. we have a fresh new bulletin all the way up to 10 p.m. Then now it's repeated for the rest of the night. But we have fresh news bulletins from across the villages, from the counties. We have our reporters, so each reporter gives us news. So if you want to listen to the most comprehensive, it's even bigger than uh, Citizen TV, which is the biggest TV station, but Radio Citizen News, when you look at the graphs, at 6, 6 a.m. is on top. 7 a.m. We cannot even compare with any other radio listenership. It's like everybody listens to any radio they want, but when it's news time, 1 p.m., everyone tunes back to Citizen. That has been the trend over the years. And then there is the engagement with our listeners on air and off air. We are purely an African music station. We can bring in a bit of Celine Dion and Michael Jackson here and there. You know, the classics, the Abbas, you know, the Dooleys, but once in a while. But we are strictly an African music station. So we play a lot of African classics, African hits. If you want to hear any African hit, then you're going to hear it on Radio Citizen. Other stations would be playing. If they choose African music, then they'll choose to play Tanzanian only or Kenyan only, but we play across Africa. It's only in, in Radio Citizen you'll hear a song from Senegal and you'll know that, oh yeah, there is a big artist in Senegal or in Madagascar. The reach. Our reach is unbeaten. Our reach is only beaten by KBC, the national broadcaster, because when this station was started, you remember that time there was no other there was no other radio station apart from the national broadcaster. So when we started, the, the owner of the station was able to get frequencies across the country to the most interior parts of the country. So our reach is unrivaled. We are able to be everywhere, anywhere, and the signal has always been good. So that has also worked in our favor. And then there is the loyalty. People are just loyal to the brand. I mean, this is Radio Citizen. If it helped Kenya get from single party rule, Radio Citizen can help me in any way. So that loyalty has really helped us. And then, of course, the management um, is very in touch with the ground, with the audience, and with what's happening in the media industry in Kenya. Um, There is uh, what we do to reward our listeners. Like this, this is uh, Twende Shags. Twende Shags is our, that's Swahili, is, is saying, let's go to the village. Over Christmas, everyone wants to leave the city and go to the village. But it's tough because economic times, people have families, people don't have money, fair to go, come back, do some shopping, they cannot manage. So what we do as a radio station every Christmas time, we, we run a competition on radio where we reward our listeners. So what we do is um, 
No, not that one first. So what we do is we invite you, you listen to the radio station, some, some photos are missing. We hire buses. Like this time we hired how many buses? Eight buses to go to the different regions in Kenya, and each bus is 35-seater. So you win. So you say where you're going. If you're going to Kakamega, for example, that's my village. So you say you're going to Kakamega. We ask a few questions. Whom are you bringing along? Then you come to the radio station on the morning. Like these ones went on 21st of December. So that morning, very early in the morning, you are there at 6 a.m. with your luggage, with whoever you're traveling with. And then we have breakfast. We prepare breakfast. So it's the radio presenters, the team that comes to serve the listeners, the breakfast. And then um, we give them presents. So we partner with, like this one, we partnered with like six, six companies, six corporates who want to be part of it. So we give you a gift hamper. The station gives you money. Uh, so that you don't go to the village and then you say citizen took me to the village I could not come back because I didn't have fare so we give you money to bring you back and of course some pocket money so on the way you can have a soda and a biscuit and then we give you gift hampers like this time we're giving them a solar panel we're giving them a shopping basket you know a few things like flour cooking oil a few things and then we were also giving them uh we we brand them we all give them radio citizen t-shirts so everyone goes branded we basically do your Christmas shopping for you and we send you home in a beautiful way. Then we put you on the buses, we brand the buses with our logos, then you go, it takes you to the nearest town to your home, you pick your taxi, you go to your village. So it's, it's very popular. We get so many people who want to be taken to the village, but we can only take us eight buses, you know, and also according to how we get the sponsorships. Now this is Radio Citizen Night. Radio Citizen Night is, um, this one was, uh, today is uh, Thursday. This was last Friday. Okay, if it refuses to play, I will be stressed. So that, what we do on that night is we, we, we take, we go to a club a big club, it has to be a big club like this one. We had a 1,500 people, they just come, they pay a small entrance fee, they go in, yeah. We invite a band, popular band. They entertain the whole night. The presenters are there. That is one of the biggest bands in Kenya called Les Wanyika. That's the biggest broadcaster in Kenya called Machoka. Um, that one is on our evening drive show. So that's what we do the whole night. Broadcasting is hard, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and these are the people, and you have to keep on smiling and taking selfies and saying, thank you for coming, guys. Yeah, and we do this from six to six. <laughs> the whole night. And because I am the boss, I can't sleep, so I'm up and down, and, uh, and you can't even drink because if you get confused. Those are the presenters. It's a hard job. <laughs> you have to dance with them, otherwise they're like, oh, we came here to see you. Very exciting. I don't know if it's just about to end.
That's the band. Oh, we love doing that. Um, it's a lot, but it's like, it's our opportunity to meet with the people. So we are not really looking at making the money. We make a few shillings if the entry is 300 shillings, but it's the club owner who, who gets more because we advertise for them on radio and on TV for like three weeks. Then we go there, then it's carried on our news bulletins. So it's such a big deal, that one. We do, I try to do it every, every two months. So the next one I'll plan and go maybe to another location in Western Kenya. Um, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is an award. Yeah, and I'm the boss, and I was not even here to receive this. Really bad. So that's, um, I think that's it. Okay, so we won that last, last week also, so we are still very proud. That's basically Radio Citizen, and what we do, there is a lot, but I had to put together a small presentation. Um, you guys can ask questions. Um, if we have any questions, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's just give a round of applause for that wonderful presentation. Thank you. Um, if there are any questions, um, the, the court is short. Can you please come through as one, two? Noted you as well. I love the ethos of your station. It's, it's energizing. Um, how much of your station is news and talk and how much is music? Um, our station is divided into different sections. Our breakfast show is talk and news and a bit of music. So like between seven and eight, nothing else. Talk, talk radio, talk shows with the who is who, with the top. Like it depends on the topical issue in Kenya. At the moment, what's happening back home? Which is the biggest issue back home right now? Or the Safaricom CEO passed on. So that's a topical issue to be discussed on national radio in Kenya. It's such a big deal. Another issue is the corruption. You know, Kenya, corruption, we go hand in hand, except me. So... <laughs> Every time there is always a new scandal that shows up and a new minister implicated and something else. So that's what we talk about in the morning. Topical issues. What were the members of parliament discussing uh, yesterday in parliament? We bring the members of parliament. We bring the, uh, we bring the top people, the, the decision makers, the news makers. We bring them on our breakfast show. But that's basically for the breakfast show. And then there is news. We have news every hour from 6 a.m., all the way up to 10 p.m., and that's the fresh bulletin. Okay, so when I say a fresh bulletin, I mean if we have like uh, six news items, at least three are going to be fresh news items that have not been said before. So that's 
how we are able to cover as much news and go to as many villages as possible bringing news. Then the, the rest of the shows are mostly entertainment and the talk in there will not be very much about news, will be about other people who are doing something to make the, the, the community better for, for the mid-morning show or it will be about health on the mid-morning show or on the mid-morning show we also do something for empowerment, youth empowerment on the mid-morning show and all those are talk shows so each each show across the day has a talk show on a different day in the afternoon from one to four now that's purely entertainment so even the talk and we also we still have talk shows in there but it's purely entertainment the biggest artists when we have an artist coming in from any other place they will have to be on that show or our local artist the gossip that's the gossip show yeah, and then the evening, we turn it down a little. Uh, now the talk show on the evening show is mostly about people who are empowering others on the drive show. And then the evening show, we go back to politics. From 8 to 10, we go back to politics. So there is a talk show for politics. And then there is a talk show for, like, it's a marriage counseling thing for couples in the night. Yeah. So there is, we try to balance. Our bulletins is between 10 to 15 minutes. So we have six, uh, uh, six, seven, nine, one, four, and nine. Those ones are 15 to 18 minutes. Then the rest of the day, it is between five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, my name is Mervyn from Boston Media House. Uh, I would like to ask, you focused a lot on uh, the, your most focused group is older people, and uh, you mentioned as well your presenters. You have like the oldest people as well uh, in the country who has been there for a very long time. So I just wanted to know, how, are you, uh, how do you focus most uh, on the youth, or are you even uh, empowering the youth, and if so, how? Or is there any other stations who are doing so? We get that question so many times, even in our own meetings. And so two months ago, we started a purely youth program that runs every day from 10 to 1. We used to have a mid-morning section that was, let me say, skewed for women. So we realized this youth thing keeps coming up, the youth, the youth, and we can't even describe who our youth is or because people are growing every day. So we said, let's do a show that will be just meant for them, skewed towards them. So that's the show we are doing right now, playing only reggae music. Because when we did the research, we were told the youth, you know, they just listen to reggae all the time. So we have two shows that are meant to cater for the youth, that one and the one after. From, so from 10 to 4, we are taking a big gamble, investing in the youth, and we are really hoping that it pays off. Yeah, so we are thinking about them every day. Even when you go to our social media pages, we are putting out stuff that can attract them because we realize what happens to us five years from now when the older people we are talking to now are not listening to radio anymore, they are sick or something. So we have to invest in youth. That is an agenda that comes up every time and we hope we'll be able to manage. Do you still want to answer a question? 
Oya, you, we have reporters across Kenya in all the counties, the 47 counties. At least each county is covered with a reporter. So you realize we can't really be everywhere. But if you listen to a bulletin across the day, we'll get at least 15 counties covered in the news. Yeah. But when you look at like my WhatsApp group is filled with reports from all over. Uh, so we pick this one is good. It can run. Others don't need to run. Others just go on social media and all that. Um, oh, first of all, when it said the King of Kenya, and I walked in and I saw your thoughts, so it's the Queen of Kenya. <laughs> um, my question is, how do you see your social responsibility as a station? For example, during the that Mungiki sect and you know those those fights, what was your contribution in that in trying to bring some kind of stability in the country and uh, and maybe even peace uh, in the country? Thank you very much. Interesting. I was having this conversation with some people outside. You know, Radio Citizen has a much bigger role to play more than the national broadcaster because we are held responsible for so many things. So let me give you an example of the post-election violence. You guys have heard about that. Kenya is always about tribe. It's my tribe against your tribe. So when we meet, you ask, what's your name, Jerida? That's not interesting. What's your name? And I, when I say and I, then definitely, you know, I come from Western Kenya. So our second names just define where we come from. And so what we are doing on radio, it becomes very, it's normal on a normal day, but it becomes very touchy and very dangerous during the elections because each person is routing for their, for their, for their own tribe. So as a radio station, we remain objective. During the 2007 post-election violence, it was so bad. It was Radio Citizen, which had now to be the one telling people, you know what, we cannot be fighting. Because the ethnic, the, the, the local radio stations, which broadcast in mother tongue, each side takes their side. You know, like you'll find the Kikuyus against the Kalenjins. And so a Kikuyu radio station would be saying, we are the ones who have won and they should let it go. And the Kalenjins would be saying, we are the ones who have won and people were fighting and killing each other, which is the voice of reason, radio citizen. Because the national broadcaster at that point, first of all, they don't have the machinery. They don't have the many reporters to cover that story for them. And then they're the national. They, they don't go out of their way as much as we can. So citizen has been given that responsibility to be the people's spokesperson and to remain sober even when no one else is being sober. During that post-election violence, I stayed on air from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. because roads were impossible. No one could come to studio, so it was just me. So what do you do? We're just playing music and patriotic music and telling Kenyans, oh, we are one. You know, even deep inside you are feeling, someone stole my election, but you can't do that. You're on radio. So we have really played that role. During the Mungiki, what we did with Mungiki is we are the ones to bring out these stories. We have a show in the evening. Eight to it's it's um it's an opinion thing an opinion piece, so what the presenter does he writes about something like Mungiki what Mungiki are doing and what needs to be done and brings out it brings it out in a way that you know someone has to listen to this and take action, and so that show is very popular because people want to see what's happening in this country and what action needs to be taken. So that's the role we have taken. Yeah. Okay, I see. 
Hi, my name is Gavin. I'm a radio consultant, Gavin Mayring. Um, my question is around, I mean, you mentioned that you, you, you lost quite a lot of market share. I mean, from 54% down to when you were crying at 14. I mean, it's, um, who did you actually lose to and, and, and what were they doing that Radio Citizen wasn't, perhaps? And why was there an alternative? The other question is on one of your slides, you had a whole bunch of radio stations underneath. Are they affiliated to Radio Citizen or part of the, a, a group that you affiliated to? Uh, to the last question first. So Radio Citizen is owned by Royal Media Services. Royal Media has Radio Citizen, or the first, then we have Citizen TV, then we have all those radio stations. We have a total of 13 radio stations. But we have Radio Citizen in Swahili, and then we have Hot 96, which is English, and then the rest are Kenyan languages. So we have Luya, Kikuyu, Luo, Kalenjin, Meru, all those 13, 13 uh, 10, 10 vernacular radio stations. Is it 10 or 11? 11 vernacular radio stations. So they are all affiliated to Radio Citizen. Yeah, in our group. Now, that is what has eaten into our market share. Because when Citizen started, all these stations were not there. It was just Citizen and it was the only station people would go to. And, there were, and then there came English-speaking radio stations. So there was Capital FM, there was Metro FM from the National Broadcaster, and um, there was Nation FM, and all those are English-speaking. So Citizen, because it's the uh, radio of the people which speaks in Swahili, still remained on top. And then people realized there is, the Swahili market is good. And so we started having Swahili radio stations. But before then, the vernacular radio stations started opening. So even when we look at the numbers, the people who eat into our market share are our own in-house radio stations. They cannibalize on us. Yeah. So you'll find like in Western Kenya, where we have maintained lead over the years, the station that comes second is our own station that broadcasts in the mother tongue for Western Kenya. When you go to Central Kenya, the station that comes second. So it's this radio station that have been eating little by little into our market share. And so we can only, and we realize, we, we also appreciate the fact that then there were maybe like 10 radio stations. Now we are talking about 179 in the city only. Yeah, so everyone is eating into our pie, which was really sweet, but we are reclaiming it. <laughs> yeah. follow up. Yes, now when you look at it now in totality, when you look at Radio Citizen with our sister brands, we still command the market share. When you look at us and what our sister brands are doing and you put it nationally, then we'll come to maybe like 40% of market share is still at Royal Media. Yeah, but there are other brands that are really... Now, everyone is actually copying what Royal Media and Citizen is doing. Because first it was Citizen, and then there were these local stations. Now, all other media houses are opening a Swahili radio station. Then they put an English radio station. Then they put the vernaculars. Oh, it's giving us sleepless nights. <laughs> all right. Good afternoon. Thank you, Mama Andia, for your wonderful presentation. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, my, my, by, by the way, my name is Kay. 
Uh, my question is related to another rival station, which is the next door country in Tanzania called East Africa Radio. I think you, you know it, which is uh, owned by the late Mr. Reginald Mengi. And I understand it is also dominating that part of East Africa, especially uh, broadcasting Swahili. So how has it been eating your sweet pie as well? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, our pie has gotten fermented. And if you guys are following health news, then fermented pie is better than the sweet pie. So East Africa Radio is actually not in Kenya. If it's in Kenya, it's a very small percentage. When they started, when they launched, it was, it was in Kenya. It was uh, broadcasting in Kenya. We actually had Kenyans who were broadcasting on that station. So they started East African Radio, East African TV. And then it broadcasts in English and a bit of Swahili. Yeah. So when you look at the, the radio trends in Kenya, you don't find East Africa Radio there anymore. It's actually when you go to Tanzania and you look at the trends that you find Radio Citizen, in, in, in Tanzania. So East Africa Radio is big, but it's big in Tanzania and Uganda. Because you know Uganda is very, Uganda speaks English, they don't really associate with Swahili. So they love East Africa Radio because it covers the whole of East Africa. And East Africa was big in Kenya when we had Kenyan broadcasters over there. But when they left, I don't know, something happened also to their signal because now we have the communication authority in Kenya, which now has put in a few more stringent measures. So East Africa radio is not exactly in Nairobi. And, and we, the English speaking stations are not exactly a competition. <laughs> we worry about the local languages more. Yeah.